0: Hey, Pop-Tarts, welcome to Gilmore, a podcast in which two adult women watch... Nope. No,
1: <laughs> I can't do it! Oh, no! I
0: pulled the Rachel. I pulled the Rachel. <laughs> Sorry. I don't even know what it is now. Uh, All right, let's try again. It's... Two, two, uh, two adult women uh, talk who know, who no know way, way too much about, about Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, girls. talk, talk about, about each episode one by, by one by one. Maybe
1: that's just... Maybe it. we should just do it together every time. <laughs> All right.
0: Hey, Pop Tarts! Welcome to Gilmore, a podcast in which two adult women who know way too much about Gilmore Girls watch episode, talk about it. no, <laughs> what? Rachel, I've cursed you. <laughs> oh. You're cursed. I'm cursed. It's a right. Ra- I have the. I have the Rachels.
1: I'm pulling a Rachel and I I've been practicing like in the shower <laughs> just in my head over and over, I'm and, sure and, over and over think and over and not that's over weird again. at all well he's not in the shower
0: with me but he can hear no, you no I don't do it out loud just in my head <laughs> just in my, no not out loud <laughs> i just in the I shower I know Sadie talks to herself yeah in the I know she does. I like going I like <laughs> hear her she's just telling a story to oh, herself that's adorable maybe she should do her intro <laughs> <laughs> maybe she should all right let's let's just do this again I believe in you. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um <laughs> Welcome to Gilmore, a podcast in which two adult women who know way too much about Gilmore Girls talk about each episode one by one. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rachel, and we are <laughs> in my our, radio voice. Radio voice, <laughs> hey, and we are in our local library. Shout out to libraries. And this week we are talking about a classic episode, season one, episode nine, Rory's dance. Woo!
1: Actually, you know what? It's funny because when I watched this, I was like on it
0: <laughs> i know that literally exactly the same yeah. thing so this episode and the next one yeah same. um i was like okay me these too are fine.
1: me too but I maybe run- it was the mood i was in i don't know no
0: it's i think it's because they're they were like less funny than normal Oh, for
1: sure for sure there's were- still quippy stuff but the next one's serious and this one was just there
0: yeah, it wasn't
1: it, funny or serious.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. It's a good episode. Yeah, it carries the plotline forward. Obviously, some really interesting stuff happens, and there's lots to talk about. But the reason this is a classic episode is because this is one of those. I think we talked about this in episode zero. Mm-hmm. This, the promo for this episode, mm-hmm. is like it lives in my brain rent free. <laughs> I like, love it. it. I love it. That scene where Rory grabs her stuff and I have to go home and she runs off and we have no idea why, but Mm -hmm. she's in her fancy dress. Mm -hmm. That was... Everywhere yeah. when it was coming out. These two. This but, one yeah. and the one we're gonna do next. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they played it on a different night of the week and they were like a special Christmas episode or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how that event. They did it. I think they called it like a Christmas event. Yes, yeah, so the Christmas is so this yeah. is uh apparently part of a Christmas event. So <laughs> welcome to the Christmas event, everybody. Right, exactly. But Rachel, I would love for you to recap the episode for us. Okay. Um yes. I feel like I do have to
1: qualify the fact that like even though we both were kind of underwhelmed a little bit by the episode.
0: I still have plenty to say.
1: Because mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times obviously and it's Gilmore Girls and that's my I don't job think anyone in life, but
0: thinks we don't have plenty
1: to say. <laughs> I was gonna say, Don't worry, everybody. Just and it doesn't mean I didn't like it. It was just underwhelming a little bit, yeah. I don't know. Chilton's having a dance, Rory's questioning whether or not she wants to go. She ends up deciding to go. And in doing so, obviously she needs to ask Dean and it's cute, Lane and her have a cute conversation about like, is he your boyfriend? Is he not your boyfriend? Which we'll get to, cause I wanna talk about that. <laughs> and then, so she does ask Dean, he says yes. And so Rory is, her, the whole episode revolves around her basically going to this dance. In the meantime, Lorelai is making her a dress, gets injured throws her back out or hurts her back in some way and then when Emily comes to take pictures of Rory for the dance or before the dance she sees that Lorelai's injured and decides to stay with Lorelai like that night to kind of help take care of her because Lorelai really can't get off the couch and it all culminates when basically Rory and Dean fall asleep at Miss Patty's after the dance and obviously don't go home that night which I'll get to that in a second, too. Also, I just, I just had a weird thought. Shocking. No, not a weird thought. Yeah. <laughs> a weird thought, like a <laughs> side thought, which is not shocking. Emily freaks out when Rory's not there in the morning. And,
0: and so does Lorelai. Yeah, in a
1: different way, kind of. And then they mm-hmm. have a big, huge fight. And then Rory comes home, and Rory and Lorelai have a huge fight. And that is kind of the gist of the episode. Obviously, we'll get into what that all means and mm-hmm. the feelings of all that. But that's my recap. Do you have anything else? That you You, feel like I missed, recap-wise? You did a great job. Thank you. I always like the validation. Um, Let me get right into, before I forget, what my side note was, was the fact that, and I guess it makes sense because Rory and Lorelai are the main characters, but we never hear about Dean's family.
0: I literally have... I just thought that. In all caps, don't Dean's parents notice... Like, don't Dean's parents notice that he didn't and come home? And does he get in trouble? Like,
1: is there any kind of thought the next morning we of him? We don't care. I don't care. We don't care, but I'm saying, like, there's no comment on his side of being like, yeah, I'm also grounded, or my parents also freaked out, mm-hmm. or...
0: Like, he doesn't run home to his parents. No! He's like, I need to get you home. <laughs> He's
1: like, just, like, chill about it.
0: And how come his parents aren't... Are Like, are his parents looking for him? Are his yeah. parents... Yeah. Because I feel like if I was Dean's p- mom or dad. Right. I would call Lorelai and be like, hey, did they your knew kid t- come home? Yeah. Because my
1: kid didn't come home. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously that's not quote unquote important in the, in the world. And I know that obviously Rory not coming home is more triggering to Lorelai and Emily than Dean. Cause Dean, like if he came home, maybe his parents would be just like, oh, we believe that you fell asleep because mm-hmm. they don't have that history of Sixteen not year not old pregnancy. That, yeah. Still though, I think they would be like, "You're sixteen and you didn't come home. I don't care what you were doing. Like we we noticed and freaked out. Or, it's five thirty in the morning. Or do they sleep
0: in till like nine? And Dean just sneaks. <laughs> well, it's five thirty in the morning. So they might not have woken up. That's, yet. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah. I would be. Trying to figure out if my kid got home.
1: What always gets me, too, about watching this episode, and this is, I'm going to, like, rain on the parade a little bit with realism, is the fact that I don't know about anybody else, but I wake up usually at least once in the middle of the night. Whether it's just to, like, turn over or go to the bathroom or just, like... I like like too many babies. I'm up all the time. Okay, but I'm saying, if you, yeah, if you sleep through the night, then you might not relate to this. But if you wake up at least once, I feel like, how did Rory... Dean, Emily, and Lorelai, none of them woke up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. to be like, especially because they were like, sleeping on a bean beanbag, like all smushed. And in the morning, we see that they're in a different position mm-hmm. than the way they fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And I know this is real minutiae stuff, but it's always like, Someone woke up. Does nobody notice? Anyway, we're going to let it go. So I didn't tell you this yet, but when I watched this, I started watching it on Netflix and remembered then that this was like a goodies and gossip episode. Do you remember those?
0: No. So on
1: the DVDs, there was something... I think it was... Pro- I do remember at least for season one and three what episodes they were. Um, I'm not sure I remember what it was for season two, but... They had an episode each season on the DVDs that was in the special features called Goodies and Gossip. And so what it was was basically like a pop-up video situation, which oh we're going to have to I rewind
0: pop-up video. way back and explain
1: to the, to the Pop, listeners who might not be old ladies like us. VH1 used to play music videos, which was People still make music videos. That's still a thing. But they would have a music video, and then they would put up fun facts during the music videos. Mm-hmm. And it was it called was,
0: pop-up video. It was amazing. Was
1: it was super good. Video. So they basically tried that with an episode each season of Gilmore Girls. Again, I don't oh, remember. That's
0: awesome. I don't remember I don't that. remember
1: how far... goes but I do when I started watching this on Netflix I was like oh I think this is a goodies and gossip episode so I went to my DVD and pulled it out and it was and so I'm gonna be honest though they I think they were all disappointing this one was especially it's funny kind of there's kind of of some funny stuff in it but it's like there's so many it should have been for pop culture references Mm -hmm. because of that's what the show is Mm -hmm. but instead it was like weird facts that you're like like what? like, how many people eat avocados a year? Because remember in the beginning, Lorelai's like, I don't like avocado. Well, and
0: I would love to know how that statistic has changed. Right. I like thought the same thing. In 20 thing. years, like <laughs> avocado has had hit its moment. <laughs> I thought the, the same the, thing. So.
1: I can't remember what the number was. I want to say it was like 57% of American ho- or Or maybe it was the amount of pounds or tons. Anyway, so those were the kinds of things. Some of them were directly related. That's neither
0: a goodie nor a gossip. That's just information. No, no. And
1: some of them were like Alexis and Jared are both from Texas. So they were related to the actors, which those were fun. What made me remember is there's the scene when Lane and Rory are walking. He's not my boyfriend. Really? No. What is he then? He's my gentleman caller. Okay, Blanche. That was a goodies and gossip that came up that that's a reference to Streetcar Named Desire. Mm. And so... The only reason I knew that was because of the goodies and gossip. So some of them were relevant, but a lot of them were just... That's just information. Not great. That's not a
0: goodie or a I gossip. I mean, it was fun, though, at the time, because mm-hmm. that's what DVDs were for, was, like, fun extra stuff, but... Well, and, like, pop-up video was having its moment, and so it was just, like, a, th- a, cult- yeah, a pop culture thing to do it was, and that's why I itself. wonder...
1: I can't remember. I feel like it only maybe held strong one, two, and three, because I remember Tisket Tasket is one of them. Mm. Anyway, so that was just kind of a fun and pulling out the DVD and hearing the menu music was very nostalgic Aww, had to yeah. had to watch it on the Xbox though because don't have a DVD player anymore I
0: don't know if our DVD player even works I <laughs> haven't used it in so long we have one I want to talk about Emily Of course, yes, please. Let's do it. I need, I have so much, oh, I have so much Emily (laughs) fodder. So everybody buckle up, baby. This was a heavy, Emily-heavy episode. Buckle up on Patty because (laughs) we're going to do this. So the first thing I want to talk about is how Emily is like, once again, grossly over-involved mm-hmm. in Rory's life with Chilton. Like, she, lo- she can't Oh, yeah, handle- with the newsletter. Yeah. And, well, and she cannot handle the idea that Rory might not want to go to a dance. Right, right. Like, yeah, dances were fun if you, like, had a group of people you already wanted to right, go with. or a date. There were dances that I missed in high school, and Yeah, it they was weren't like, the biggest deal. Fine. Yeah. I know it's because of appearances, and I know yeah, she's, like, I was gonna so overwhelmed with the Idea of Rory gaining a good social standing at children right, and making the friends of the kids who are there, but it's so just—it's so frustrating. But I
1: don't think I'm going to go
0: nonsense. Of course, you're going,
1: Mom. If Rory doesn't want to go, she doesn't have to go. Well, I don't understand why she wouldn't want to go. I know you don't.
0: The whole episode is built on Emily being overly involved and over-parenting mm-hmm. Rory mm-hmm. in a way that is just like. Not helpful. Um, so we have that. And then we go into this whole... She does her rant, her guilt rant about, mm-hmm, like, maybe about I'll make a book. flip book. I figure if I got enough
1: pictures, I could at least line them up in chronological order and pretend I was there.
0: Um, maybe bind them together, make a flip book out of them. <laughs> um, and so she's horrified about the fact that Lorelai might make a dress for right, Rory. which is kind of ridiculous. And, I mean, what? she's not going to make her look stupid. And she like, said,
1: like, don't make it out of the curtains, obviously, which is a gone with the wind reference. Mm-hmm. But still, like... Yeah, why would she get? yeah, why would she make her anyway, because, she's not gonna make because her Because it's dumb. all
0: I mean it's Emily. It's yeah. all about appearances, right? She wears Saint John every day. It's fine. Um so I wanna talk about what happens during the fight. Emily shows her cards um in a way that Gives me tons and tons of empathy towards Lorelai in this. The fight at the end. The fight at the end. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the it Is we'll get to the fun stuff in a little <laughs> bit, everybody. So we're just gonna make you sad. We like to
1: always trauma, like trauma dump in the beginning, and then the end is always the light stuff. So that's if you don't just like, like the trauma stuff, that's
0: just like being with friends with me. Yeah. Like, if you I, don't like
1: the trauma stuff,
0: you can just fast forward about halfway through, and then we'll be like talking about the ridiculousness of that else. That's literally what it's like to be friends with me. You know me for five minutes, I trauma <laughs> dump on you, and if you can survive then and then and then she's real fun and then i am real fun <laughs> so a so, big fight at the end so it's a big fight at the end so i have some stuff that i wrote down about the way she fights with lorelei mm-hmm. and the things that she says specifically she says what kind of mother are you to allow this to happen to her
1: Oh, I don't know, Mom. What kind of mother were you? Which
0: is and, a great comeback and so it's true. so cutting. It's but true, so also, cutting like and true. Yeah. Then she shows her cards because she says, I put you in good schools. I gave you the best of everything. I made sure you had the finest opportunities. And none of it has anything to do with emotional attunement Actually seeing Lorelai, I loved you, I cared about you, I right. supported you, I encouraged you. None of those right. words come out of her right. mouth. No wonder Lorelai was miserable right. because it doesn't matter what kind of person you are. like. Rory would have been a rebellious nightmare or, or anxious or have some sort of like, I mean, anywhere from being rebellious to having like a major mental health crisis, if she was put in a situation where no one was attuning to Mm -hmm. her. And so Emily flat out shows her cards in a way that I'm like, this is a huge part of the problem. Like Lorelai is super unhealthy. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. But like, absolutely. This is how we got here. And it also shows Emily's inability to, she's not, she has no emotional intelligence right. be, because she thinks that providing for and caring for, and this may be a generational thing. It might be a, like, we don't know Emily's trauma backstory, mm-hmm. all of that stuff, but there's no attunement. Right. But, and it's funny because I feel like there's a connection with
1: the next episode um, which we'll get to, but at the same time, we can talk about because it was originally air- aired as a Christmas event. Mm-hmm. Is that in the truck with Luke, Lorelei says, like, my dad is not a bad guy. He did what his, what basically he did what he was, spo- what he thought he was supposed to do based on what his dad did. Yes. And so it's funny that she has that awareness around Richard, but Emily. Probably is the same way. Like, Absolutely. But but we don't we don't feel that same way toward Emily as we do with Richard. Mm-hmm. Like Richard gets more of a pass than Emily does. But you're right, they're both coming from that same place. Not that it makes it right. Well this is this is what you do for a kid. Well, and she uses it's like this and same she even argument. says, That's not what I needed. And actually I just realized that the that's not what she needed. That's not what I needed is at Rory's birthday parties Mm -hmm. with with that same whole conversation of like,
0: I threw her a big party. She does it better with Rory as the show evolves, but I'm not totally sure she ever gets there with Lorelai. No. All right. So let's talk about Dean. Yes. I have a lot of Dean thoughts. I have Dean fodder as well. Please go first. Dean hangs out in the trees. (laughs) That's the first thing I wrote down too. Dean (laughs) hangs out in the trees. What does that mean? Like. And why? (sighs) Oh. Oh, my gosh.
1: Deep it, breath. Deep, that should be the segment for Dean is just take – everybody take a deep, deep breath.
0: breath. And
1: Dean. And Dean.
0: So he hangs out in the trees. Like, he's waiting Ooh. for her for her to come home. Which and, makes sense because I just
1: realized, like, he would get out of school before her because she has a half an hour bus, dri- or bus ride home.
0: Mm-hmm. But, ew. And <laughs> if there was a boy <laughs> hanging out in my trees, like, waiting for my daughter to come home – I'd either say like please stop hanging at my trees. Why don't you just come, come inside in and hang out? Or yeah. like you know what time she gets home? <laughs> come, come C- then. Come then. <laughs> like why are you hanging out in the trees? And it looks like he's trying to like sneak hang out in the yeah. trees because he like hits his head when Ro- Lorelai comes. And out. also what? Do, yeah, what does that even mean? And like get out of the
1: trees, Dean. Okay. So second thing about Dean um, is when she goes to ask him. Yeah. To the dance. And two things to me. He says he's not a joiner.
0: I wrote, excuse me and stay tuned because two <laughs> I seasons knew you would. later, I knew you would. two years later, he is on two varsity sports. <laughs> and at some point he gets in a fight with Luke about this. This town is all he is. Excuse me, Dean. <sighs> you are a joiner. Get out of
1: here. And I and it's like he's trying it. Here's the thing. Like, he fancies himself not a joiner. Or he's not at that point, and maybe being in Stars Hollow, just the magic washed over him, and he's
0: like, I have to join because it's part of the town. But like, how did you suddenly get good enough at basketball the way,
1: and Yeah, the way he says it is very, like, he's trying to be James Dean cool. Yes. Like, I don't – I'm not a joiner. Okay, so that bugs me, and we've t- we have talked about that, so I knew you'd have something to say about that. But the other thing is – Which comes up again and again and bugs me every time. Dean's like aversion to fancy clothes. Yes, like get over it, Dean. It's a just wear a shirt and a jacket. Like, okay, she says no tie. Fine, that's okay. But you can't. And basically, you wear flannels that are collared shirts. Mm -hmm. So you can't wear a jacket. The whole thing is like he just can't. He's like, oh, I just, uh, oh, it's suit and tie. Like Like, again, get get over it, Dean. Get over it.
0: Once in a while, you'll be okay. You're not gonna die. And it's like. It's not like she's telling you to wear like a LeMay pantsuit like you're wearing. Yeah. It's not it's not something that you fe- would be made fun
1: of for or be uncomfortable in. It's but just it's fine.
0: It's a blazer. You're going to put on a coat. It's cold outside. <laughs> just put on saying. a nice one.
1: I know. I know. It's Dean. Hey, in case you guys didn't know Pop Tarts, we don't love Dean and some of that bleeds backwards into these early episodes. Yeah. I will give him credit when he get when he is due it, but when he's not, I'm not going to. It just bothers me. All right, so, let's talk
0: about Dean at the dance. So he is, I, I do like the way he's he interacts with Louise. I love that. 6'2 is a good height. You think? I think. Huh. What do you think? Too tall?
1: Not in heels. Good. Although the saddle shoes make it kind of difficult. Well, I'll just have to stoop then. I guess so. Okay, I'm bored. Mm -hmm. Because you start, you initially, I remember, I do remember seeing this the first time and thinking, ew, is he like flirting with her? And then the minute that he turns and like focuses on Rory, I'm like, points. You Mm -hmm. get points for that. Absolutely.
0: I do like the line, like, does he get a prize if he guesses? I just think that's, like, Rory's just, she's just a snap. She's so good. Yeah, she's good. Very, very good. Even with
1: Tristan in this episode and mm-hmm. Paris in this episode, Rory's on fire pretty much with all the all the Chilton people in this episode. Yeah. This
0: is a this is a Chilton heavy episode. Yeah. So then he gets in a fight with Tristan. Mm-hmm. And Tristan is obviously the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think he's he starts out in the right. I think he starts mm-hmm. out like, dude, leave me alone. And right. like, Tristan steps in his way and so he pushes him out of the way, and then Tristan escalates it and is like, Let's go outside. Right. But I think the way this fight ends is very telling for who Dean is going to become. Because instead of saying, like, this is stupid, I'm not fighting you. He says, I'll kill you, you idiot. You don't want to fight me, Tristan. Why not? Because I'll kill you, idiots. You believe it. (laughs) And I'm like, this is, that's bad that's bad and his like penchant to like go totally to 10 with his anger, anger. yeah is that's that's the point like yeah. he went from like being frustrated or annoyed or like protective to this is about an aggressive win yeah. and it just it just see doesn't and I right.
1: I didn't honestly didn't know how I felt about it Because I think I remember when I first saw it as a probably eighteen-year-old, and kind of thought at that time that there was something romantic about it. Because protecting her, because well, and it was like the idea of like he made it really clear to Tristan, leave her alone. And to me, that I'll kill you, you idiot, almost to me, wasn't his intention, but his actual legitimacy as a person versus Tristan, because he says to Tristan like. You're wearing a tie, for God's sakes. What, are you going to do my taxes? Which is a stupid comeback. Tristan probably could hold his own in a fight. Right, but I guess, like, I always read it through the lens of, he's like, you're a man, like, like, Luis even says about he's not from the manor born. It's Mm -hmm. like, Tristan is this privileged, or at least this, uh, this is how I thought Dean was seeing him. You're this privileged kid who, like, has never probably been confronted. And it was more about, the fight in the dog than the dog in the fight in yeah. terms of, like, I'll kill you, you idiot, because you, you're you privileged.
0: Yeah, and I can see that. So I the, can see the aggression part. But, but the it, problem yeah. is the amount of fight in the dog is going to become... <laughs> Um, gross the and whole problematic dog. and harmful.
1: Yes. Right. And so also where I mean. are the adults? Where are the adults? Well they do come in and pull
0: them apart, don't they? Or do no, kids do the it? students do it. Like
1: where are yeah, the Yeah, there's no like, chaperones at this event apparently. Yeah.
0: Like Already. it has escalated to yes. the point where the and adults no in the room attention. would have noticed. <laughs> I did like
1: the Dristan comment. Get out of my way, Dristan. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Dristan? Wasn't
0: it like a nasal spray? It was no, it was
1: a sinus medication. It was pills, and they worked so well. And then they just continued them. I don't know.
0: Well, there's probably poison in them. Probably, the, like, but they 90s. were the only
1: thing that worked. But I always think that's the greatest burn is calling him Dan. So, what do you think about Dean post dance,
0: like walk with the coffee? I and think there. Miss Patties. I think the boyfriend conversation is really cute. I do too. Dean. Are you my
1: boyfriend? In the broadest sense of the word way?
0: No, in the real, hi, this is Dean, my boyfriend kind of way.
1: Well, I am if you want me to be. I do. And I felt it when it happened because I feel like, again, I have a lot of connection with Rory. Like, I remember having or feeling that way when I was dating my first boyfriend when I was 15, of being like, well, when do we say we're boyfriend, girlfriend. And then even with the guy dated, (laughs) let's talk about Rachel's dating history. It's very short, but very Um, (laughs) fun-filled. Second boyfriend, when I was older, he just, I think I've told you this story, he just was like, introduced me three weeks after we met to someone as his girlfriend and Red i was like no, no 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 i was like you got to earn that buddy um but anyway like yes it's a very relatable talk mm-hmm. of and maybe not for kids today but it was kind of like yeah we've been hanging out and we i <laughs> like when lane says
0: i think you guys spend a lot of time not kissing other people if this isn't a girlfriend boyfriend thing i'm with lane because me too but the, it hadn't been defined the fact that we haven't yet had this conversation like i'm glad that they put it in there because that Especially with the first time you're in a relationship, that boyfriend-girlfriend conversation as a teenager is so strange and awkward and exhilarating and all of these different feelings. And it feels really important. It feels like a really important name. Right, right. You need Um, to define it. But at the same time, like the fight and the like way that Rory and Dean were like occupying each other's time to the point where like Lane felt othered. Oh In the yeah, last even a, episode yeah, yeah. feels really weird if they haven't already had this conversation. They, but see, I think that's where I relate to Rory because I think I
1: probably started hanging out with my 15 year old boyfriend. Like we were kind of friends first,
0: so I guess it was different. But can we give a caveat that you were probably also 15? Because if you say my 15 year old boyfriend is a full adult woman, no, it's like,
1: I meant mm-hmm. no, I meant my boyfriend at I did mean my boyfriend at 15. Okay. <laughs>
0: I didn't mean he was fifteen. My fifteen-year-old. I was, was saying Rachel.
1: when I was fifteen. Um, yeah, I, I don't date teenagers, um, <laughs> except for when I was a teenager. Yeah, no, no it was, but it was very, it was very relatable because it was kind of like I didn't want to make it official because mm-hmm. it was that felt scary for me. I think. That's right. I, I don't get I get it. I don't even have I don't even have words to explain it. I just get Rory cuz she's like it's weird. And I remember thinking, "Yes, that's weird." Like that was I am Rory. Like I totally get get it. I don't know. It just cuz she's I like it's like weird. I feel like
0: there's been like 3 episodes in a row now where you're like, "I'm Rory." I am. Yeah. I'm, I mean, and I'm Lorelai. Like
1: I think <laughs> I think we've nailed it. We the, found our we found our people the personas. Okay, so one more thing about Dean, which okay. is a future future vision. Um, because of the episode I was watching last night while I was falling asleep, I was able to finally, in my head, put into words what bugs me so much about Dean. I mean, everything. there's a lot is of it things. everything? The, the word is everything. What seems like to be at least one of his major problems is he can be a good boyfriend mm-hmm. when Rory is doing exactly what he wants him, her to do. Which is... Gross. No, I'm saying it's gross. But I'm saying, like, that's to me why the tension is sometimes Mm -hmm. like, oh, he, like, did the whole thing with Louise and was really cute with Rory then and was cute in the car. And, yeah, the, the fight with Tristan turned, but it started okay. It's like... But then there are episodes that I just want to punch him in the face, and it's like, oh, it's because Rory is not fitting the exact mold that you expect her to, which yes. is bad, but I'm saying I was
0: yeah, I was able to
1: go, oh, that's what it is.
0: Well, he's so insecure. At least
1: one of the things. He's
0: so insecure, <laughs> and there's other things that come up over the course of time that will continue to trigger his insecurity will, mm-hmm. which will make this even more obvious right but yeah it's a it's a control thing it's a like and, and and possessive yes and I think the reason that it's so hard to see um clearly because I think if this was someone who was trying to date Lorelai we would see it right away mm-hmm. but because Laura uh, because Rory is kind of cultivated as a peacemaker she's really Mm -hmm. amiable in general she's a rule follower because she's like that so often we get to see dean in this really like oh that's sweet and oh that's kind and he does seem like a really nice boyfriend Mm -hmm. and sometimes she because
1: of her inexperience we also feel that way of like Oh, I don't know. We, we, I feel like it's easy to kind of see it through her eyes and tend to ignore stuff because she, she doesn't know any better. She doesn't know any better. Mm -hmm. And, and I think the big excuse, like even on Instagram posts about like, are you team Dean or Jess is, everyone's like, well, he was 16 and it's like, yeah, there, there can be immaturity at 16, Mm -hmm. but not every 16 year old is an awful human that's
0: literally like saying boys will be boys and that'll be it
1: yeah and i hate that there are elements of you're 16 so things are different Mm -hmm. and you're immature but dean is more than just immature like he's a controlling possessive guy at 20 and 21 (laughs) where he's
0: making even worse,
1: more harmful choices. <laughs> yes, <exactly>. So, <laughs> so we have exhausted the dean topic. I think, unless you have anything else to say. for today. For today, to wrap that up with a Dean-o-meter, I I'm not landed necessarily. I haven't
0: either. I'm somewhere between a two and a three. That's exactly what I wrote. I what I
1: wrote down with a question mark, two to three.
0: Because he has some very sweet moments mm-hmm. we have talked about, mm-hmm. and he's got some, and he does go to the dance even though he doesn't want to, mm-hmm. and because he cares about Rory. But there but, are like but red hangs flags. He out in the trees. Yes, that's what I wrote gets down. Overly aggressive with Tristan. Yeah. So I'm going to give him, can I give half a point? I was just going to say, can we can I give, give a, a two and a half. half. Yeah, I agree. Full full, full agreement, Dean. This will just take a second. But the what are you eating? What is smashed banana on toast? <laughs> we have never seen Emily cook. We know she can't Well, cook, which that's not really which cooking. Which is not cooking. <laughs> and it's an atrocity. Is yeah. smashed banana on toast a thing? Probably not. But I do love that she, they both tried it. Oh my gosh, yes. And it's... They both hate it, and yep. it's disgusting.
1: It's even more disgusting than I thought it was going to be. Oh, it is not. You're not sure. drive it the block, okay? Oh my God, it's
0: horrible! What
1: an awful Um, I do love Emily. Okay, until the very end, I do love Emily and Lorelai in this episode. It is very sweet. It's a very sweet. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we get really get to see them just alone mm-hmm. in a chill situation that's not. Friday night dinner, mm-hmm. there's not, again, there's not tension until the end. There's a little bit of weirdness, you know, with the whole lamp situation. I mean, Emily's still Emily and Lorelai's still Lorelei. I
0: love, I love the <laughs> lamp situation.
1: <laughs> you traded my lovely gift for a semi-pornographic leering monkey lamp? Cute interaction. I think it's sweet that Emily's trying to take care of her. Mm-hmm. I think it's sweet that Lorelai's trying to tack on to her trying to take care of mm-hmm. her because of the whole, like... Well, you have to eat something. Well, Suki left me a burrito in the fridge.
0: I'll go warm it up for you.
1: I can eat it cold. Oh, fine. I'll just
0: go get it then. Hot's better though. I'll be right back. And then Emily's face. Yeah. When she says that, and she like has this moment of like. Yeah, my, I'm useful. My daughter's letting me yeah, take care of her. Yeah.
1: And it kills me that mm-hmm. even more so that they have a pretty good night. Mm-hmm. And then ugh, the, the biggest fight. fight so far we've seen between mm-hmm. them. Like, a, like I don't even know if we've really seen them fight. We've seen them bicker or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is like an all-out knockdown, dragout. drag out, yeah. And it's just like,
0: oh, all the, it just feels like all the progress you just made mm-hmm. is gone. It, it just hurts me so much that every time they fight, it goes back to Lorelai ruining everything by getting pregnant. It just seems so like, do you have any idea how harmful that would be for Rory to overhear? Like, and she does overhear it and she overhears it multiple times Mm -hmm. from different voices. So she's constantly being told that the fact that she exists in the world actually ruins the lives Mm -hmm. of so many people. And then they try to like make it right, but that is going to take a toll on your psyche over the course of time. And so I hate that they go there because Mm -hmm. I know that you're trying to get at your daughter and be vitriolic about how, like, and make your case for how screwed up she was. But what you're actually doing is, like, harming the full existence of another human Mm -hmm. being that you claim to care about. And who had no choice in the matter. Yes. Like, she she just was born. She was just conceived. She Mm -hmm. didn't get to say anything about it. And so it just, it makes me so angry every time because... They're coming at Lorelei, but really who they're harming is Rory.
1: Yeah, especially because Rory overhears some of it. Mm-hmm. That fight leading right into the fight with Rory mm-hmm. is super interesting. And again, just such a nod to the creation of these characters. Because Lorelei spends the fight with Emily defending her life and her choices and mm-hmm. her having Rory. And defending Rory. Like, that's not Rory. She's mm-hmm. not going to get pregnant. And then the minute Rory walks in, it's like, Lorelei takes all of the crap she just got from Emily and dumps, dumps it. it all onto Rory. And Rory names it even and says like,
0: you're just mad because I screwed up and I did it in front of grandma and she nailed you for it.
1: To be fair, Rory deserves to get yelled at a little bit. She does, but the problem is, but not is that, in that way. she's not yelling about what she should actually be yelling about. Mm-hmm. It should be like, hey, you stayed out all night. What's Why didn't you come home? I can't a, do that. As opposed to you're going to be me again. You're, you're going on me. the pill.
0: Yeah. you like, this.
1: And it's frustrating because, again, as if I, could, if, if I were Rory, I'd be like, are you crazy to think that I'm doing that? You know I'm not. Like, that would be, ugh, maddening
0: on Rory's behalf of, like, you, you know me. Well, and that's why she gets so mad. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, we've talked about this. Lorelei is a 16-year-old. Right. When she's triggered, when she's in these situations, she just returns to her 16-year-old destructive self mm-hmm. and then now is harming Rory mm-hmm. because she doesn't have anyone else to take out All of her hurt. Right. And I think, again, when we said at the beginning that,
1: like, we were maybe underwhelmed, it is such, I mean, it is such a good episode, story Mm beat-wise and, like, character-wise. I think, though, it's more of a... First time watch, it's really important. Mm-hmm. And then when when you rewatch, not that it's not entertaining, but it's we know especially for us, we know these characters so well that we don't need that same development mm-hmm. that you needed the first time around. Yeah. But, but the d- dance is fun, had really good music. So I have to say, mm-hmm. I didn't mention it when Lane first came to the Gilmore House in I think it was episode two, where she yells about the new XTC mm-hmm. CD. I freaking love XTC. Don't you know- They are an English band who have been around at least, I think, since the 70s. -hmm. They haven't made music probably since that CD that Lane talks about. Sadly, the CD that Lane talks about also is not on Spotify, which makes me sad every day, because um, <laughs> it's an excellent album. And the song at the dance, the first one, "We're All Light," is mm-hmm. by XTC on from that same album. So okay. I loved that it was timely. It does have good music. ASP loves XTC. It comes up. It actually comes up in the next episode. It's like throughout the series. She that's one of her bands that she goes to a lot. So they dance to Mazzy Star's "Fade Into You," mm-hmm. which is just perfect. Um, a, another song at the dance is by Beck. Another song at the Dances by Jesus and, Mar- and Mary Jane. So it's, like, very cool music. Almost, again, to where I'm like, I don't know that Chilton would be that cool. But it's ASP show, and she's like, we're
0: going to play cool music. So- well, especially because the thing... Rory was so worried about was it was just going to be like ninety eight degrees. <laughs> degrees. Yeah.
1: Since none of the kids at school like me, I'll be standing in the back listening to ninety eight degrees.
0: So, meanwhile, when I was in like high school, yeah. I was listening to boy bands. I was not listening to cool music. I I do have some like Angry Chicks with guitars bends yes, where I like yeah. that's my that's my shtick. Yeah. But I also still have like a very soft soft spot in my heart for all the boy bands. Yeah, I was only really into Insync. When No Strings Attached came out, Mm -hmm. and it was
1: the same hesitancy that I had with Taylor Swift, which you know that reference, is that Mm -hmm. when No Strings Attached came out, I was kind of in love with a lot of those songs. Mm -hmm. And I remember my friend Stephanie, shout out to Stephanie if if you're listening and if you're not, I'm going to send you this episode. She gave me the NSYNC No Strings Attached CD for my birthday, and she loved that I loved it because she was into that kind of, she was into all kinds of music, but she was like boy bands. And I was like, no, boy bands are dumb. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna embrace it, and that, actually, that was the first vinyl album I bought, even mm-hmm. before I had a record player. Was No Strings Attached, like 20th anniversary? It's so funny, <laughs> because I was like, I have to have this. It's I very, love that it's very cool, you. especially because all
0: that's going on with them. But yeah, yeah, the Taylor Swift reference is yes. Rachel is a huge Swiftie. Yes, but was in denial about it when the yes. rest of us were like, Rachel, you love Taylor Swift, and, I and, I was and she's like, like no. I don't. And she has a calendar on her office wall <laughs> of Taylor Swift. It and was ironic. Like, the calendar was ironic. I put it there ironically. Here's no, the thing. What I
1: here's the thing I learned. Everybody, Pop Tarts. This is a life lesson from Rachel, <laughs> which is funny because it's v- a very Taylor Swifty life lesson. Is you know what? Like what you like. Who cares? Who cares? Because that was the reason I didn't want to say that I liked Taylor Swift was because I was like, ew. Everybody likes her. I am that Swiftamine SNL skit. Google it, everybody. Maybe we'll put it on our Instagram. If you have not seen that skit, that was me of like... Medically
0: speaking, Taylor Swift onset vertigo occurs when one of her songs forces your brain to fight your ears. Your frontal lobe says, oof. Taylor Swift, she's always wearing like a 1950s bathing suit. But your ears say, shut up. This is a perfect song.
1: Okay, so now, you know what, I've embraced it, and just embrace what you love, everybody. If you take nothing away from our podcast ever, embrace what you love. Embrace what you love. Life's too short.
0: All right, so I want to talk about some of the silliness in here. So I just love, because this, we've talked, this has been like a heavier episode to talk about, because there's (laughs) like a lot of heavy, intense stuff. But Suki's Chaos is always just a delight. Yeah, when she sprays the spray in her face <laughs> and then she just puts some other like what is that in the bathroom? I wrote
1: this we are the same, we are the same. I wrote the same thing because of the way that Rory says no so adamantly. Rory, <laughs> sweetie, is this soap by the sink in the silver bottle? No. Whoops. Go in there quick. Come what on. do you what do you have acid in your what's sink?
0: What's in your yeah, <laughs> what's in there? What well, could lotion? But, like, that wouldn't, I mean, that wouldn't be great for your eyes. But it's not going to be harmful. Like, she sprinted in there. Yeah. Like, she was going to put she's like, Go like, help her. chloroform on That's her face. That's what I'm saying. It's like,
1: I don't, every time when Melissa McCarthy sprays the hairspray on her face, <laughs> makes me giggle. And then when she says goodbye to Emily and is clearly
0: facing the wrong mm-hmm. direction, love that, that well, whole thing. Her physical comedy is so good. Yes. And I love that she's got. A purse full of painkillers. <laughs> a pharmacy in her purse. And it's, I, at first I was like, what are they trying to say here? And then I was like, oh, it's because she's a klutz and she's Same always hurt.
1: And she's always going to the hospital. Same thing because I didn't realize that the first few watches of like, wow, why does she have all those pills? And I was like, oh, yeah, because she's always getting hurt. Okay, I got perkadan, Vicodin, Darvacet, and uh, we'll take this one. It's a muscle relaxer, very mild.
0: Um, I want to ask why Paris couldn't just go, not go to the dance the same reason Emily wanted Rory to go. Paris probably either from a
1: perception standpoint or from a I have to do every school event because I think that's what makes you a good student. In addition in, in addition to being a good well, student. Well, and she's but like you
0: probably don't even have a date. You're probably going to come down with some very rare form of flu that only hits losers on dance night.
1: Can you just not go? Like Apparently not. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the the vibe is no. Because even and it's funny because even Madeline and Louise, which again we have to get back to them, Say like we have to wait for Paris anyway. Why don't they have dates? Because they're bo- yeah. Because they never don't have dates. Yeah, they never don't have guys. Later. Maybe because again, maybe they didn't even want to be there. So mm-hmm. so maybe there's some par- parental thing going on of like they're all like Emily of you have to go to the dance and they're like oh this is dumb but and we're gonna go. If Madeline
0: and Louise came alone, why can't Paris just come on? Why did you have to bring her cousin? Right. I don't know. It is a lot of weird that's stuff. we Maybe don't have. the weirdest choice.
1: And I also noticed, knowing it was her cousin, I feel like when they first walk up to Rory and Dean, I feel like there may be holding hands Ew. <laughs> or her arm is at least through his arm uh-huh. which is less weird that's fine because if you want to keep up appearances of like this is my date so you can't see their hands it's just like it looks like they're intertwined but in like, some way why your cousin cause she doesn't have a guy she can go with and ugh Tristan, Tristan in the line this, Tristan this whole episode <laughs> yeah in the line when he's bugging Rory mm-hmm. it's like go away and then when he's like fake flirting with Paris like
0: who are you taking why are you free I'm uh Nah, what am I thinking? You wouldn't be free this close to the dance. Ugh. This is where I get really like Tristan, you need to you need to stop being a bad guy. Because mm-hmm. you can see in his face when he Sees Rory and Dean together, that he might actually be interested, right? But I think it's still it's about power. And so with with Tristan, it's all about power because he flirts with Paris because he knows that she it, likes she him. likes him, and it's so obvious. And I feel so bad for Paris. Me too. It's gross because he's like teasing her and striking her along to like make himself feel better. Feel better. I've been there. That was my whole high school existence. Because oh, say more.
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> Okay, we're going to preface this with Lindsay and I are in various stages, at least I am, of deconstruction. And those of you who know what that is will know what that is. Those of you who don't can just... Be, just Google it. Just dance through the fields with happiness. But yes, you don't have to don't know Google what it, it. Is. Just dance, around, <laughs> just dance around and be happy. Just um, dance around and be happy. But I will say I grew up going to a youth group from, at a church. And there was a boy who was my friend's brother. And he was very much that I'm going to flirt with and pretend like I like all the girls Mm because I want my ego stroked and not that that doesn't happen not at youth group but that was a very common thing. It's like very a thing. Yeah so anyway maybe we'll cut that out maybe we won't I don't know I'm the editor so we'll find out but all that to say been there I get it and that's I think why it's so icky because we do know that Paris likes Tristan Mm -hmm. and she doesn't know that he's doing it to be gross and it's it is it's a bummer for her
0: like it's sad. And it's yeah it's just the whole thing is so gross and Rory's having none of it. You did not because you are not stupid. Why, thank you. Slimy and Weasley, yes, but stupid, no. And he's like, like thanks, yeah. I love she, that she's like, I know he knows what he's doing. Right, I right. know he's smart. Her awareness is great. I think Rory sees Tristan better than anybody sees oh, Tristan. Oh,
1: fully, fully. And I think, I wonder if it is, even, even later, there's a weird Madeline and Louise, like, I wish I had a boyfriend like Tristan to make out with, and it's like, no, you don't. No, Tristan's icky. Like, why? Ha- yeah. It's just because he's pretty. Basically. Because Chad Michael Murray is pretty. I'm not into blondes. So I'm not either,
0: but like for when I was 17. Yeah, there were, and, and there were
1: some things that I was like, okay, yeah, but. Ugh. I say I'm not into blondes. My husband's blonde. But not in not not the way blonde. that Chad Michael Murray <laughs>
0: This is probably fake. That's Um, probably why. It's because he's a douche. That's why we're not into him. It has (laughs) nothing to do with his blonde hair. It has nothing to do with the color of his hair. It has everything to do with his terrible personality. I do like when his date is like... You want to dance? Nope. You want to eat? Nope. You want to go make out? Yeah, all right, let's go
1: it's like I mean, yeah okay that makes me giggle every time random pop culture reference obscure pop culture reference mm-hmm. so every time in the beginning it's at, at friday night dinner when lorelei says you go you dance you have punch you eat you take a picture and then you get auctioned off to a biker gang from sausalito i've never understood that because i've been to sausalito it's freaking gorgeous and it's very like bougie and wealthy mm-hmm. and i was like i don't think we have biker gangs in sausalito googled it finally and Funny that most of the references are about this episode of Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all the websites that are specifically about Gilmore Girls references that gave me some insight into this. Because there's a lot of them. So apparently there is, it's, it's kind of a weird reference to the Billy Jack movies, honestly, okay. that come up later. Basically, it's both a reference to the Billy Jack movies where there is a biker gang in California, and they're very bad, and they like kidnap women and... Do bad things. And that was slightly maybe based on the Hells Angels. Okay. Whether or not they did the same thing, I don't know, because I didn't look that deep into it. But it's basically a reference to the Billy Jack movies. Mm-hmm. Coffee count was two. Really? I, th- I put, is coffee count zero? Rory and Dean have coffee after the dance. Sure. And Lorelai makes it in the morning. I don't think she actually drinks it, so yeah. that's kind of a half. That makes um, sense. And it's funny that I've noticed, especially in editing these, that every episode is like between two and three or They're four. They're so low. And we're, all, we're always like, it's low, it's low. And I'm like, maybe it isn't. I think we'll they to just talk about
0: coffee. Like if we, if we, or in later seasons they do drink coffee it. We'll coffee We'll find out references. We'll I think it be different. I'll do a chart. <laughs> um, so I want to know what happens to Miss Patty's Yorkie.
1: <gasps> I said the same thing. Because I was like, she has a Yorkie. You used to have a Yorkie. We Louie, did. right? Louie? Was,
0: yeah, Louie? Yeah, Louie. He was real tiny. I never
1: met him, but I wish I had. Oh, my gosh.
0: he weighed four and a half pounds. He was <gasps> adorable.
1: Yeah, I, th- I said the same thing, though. I was like, I don't think we ever see Miss Patty with a dog again. But it does track. Oh, completely. That, like, completely. That she would be carrying around a dog. Would but have a lap dog. We don't see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fun fact time for mm-hmm. that scene. ASP's mom's name is Maben Hugh okay she is in that scene she is the red-headed lady who says
0: it's Lorelai's girl oh. she also
1: shows up in name and in person in other episodes which I'll yeah, say yeah I recognize the name yep and then she also, she as a person, comes back as an actress way later.
0: That's so but funny. But I was like, oh, that's... That's Lorelei's that- <laughs> girl with the boy from the market. Like, you know. yeah. So that's Aspie's mom. So that's cute. I love her. Something I love in this that I really noticed, um, and the more times I watch it, the, the more I notice it, is this is the first time we see that there might be an opportunity for friendship at Chilton because of how Madeline behaves, like oh Madeline, yeah, I wanted to get back to Madeline, uh huh. Um, because Louise is Louise, yep. and Paris is a nightmare. Par- yeah. But Madeline, yeah. when she's like talking about the dress and the soup, oh my gosh, and the-, the soup thing. Let's just stop for a minute. <laughs> One kind of soup, actually, it's green lumpy.
1: That whole, I, here's what I love about Madeline. One kind of soup. Madeline never knows what's going on.
0: <laughs> but in a delightful way. Del- delightful. Delightful. And I love her for it. I know. And then she's like I like your dress. And she walks away. Yeah. She, it, like even when she knows she's not supposed to be talking to Rory, <laughs> yes. she doesn't know why. She Which just, also keeps happening. That is Madeline. It's yeah. like I'm going to talk to her. I don't think I'm supposed to be talking but to her. But she never knows why she's not supposed to be talking <laughs> right. to her. So she's just nice. Delightful. And so Madeline is, is delightful. Madeline is delightful. Yes. And this is the first time we see someone from Chilton mm-hmm. being nice to Rory right. and I legitimately love that. too like yeah, not in a genuinely. false way mm-hmm. i like your
1: dress thanks
0: so, I think we're at the point in the episode where we're going to do Pretty Hot Grab Bag. I think we already entered it. With we have. We have. Not officially.
1: So, Pretty Hot Grab Bag, if you are new here, Pop-Tarts, is when we just randomly select things from our notes that don't really fit anywhere else, and we're, I feel like, past that point in this mm-hmm. episode. Pretty Hot Grab Bag. Oh, there was a
0: Manson Girl reference. Squeaky mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. was a Manson Girl. Is the Mansons. The, is this the first official one? No. We had a Manson reference earlier, I think. Okay. The Mans least. The Mansons are all, over the, all over the place. They're all over the place. That they have a deep Maybe ASP understanding and the writers have like a have
1: a fascination with them. Mm-hmm. Did you Oh, The Glorious Emily, segment within a segment mm-hmm. when Emily just shines, mm-hmm. when she's waiting for Dean to come in and she says, He's not a very bright boy, is he?
0: Mom, please. I, I'm kind of with Emily on the like the honking? the honking thing, but
1: that's very Lorelei.
0: It is, and I think they're trying to also avoid Dean having to meet Emily, they're trying to protect Dean. Oh, right, in that moment, like yeah, but it's like this is a fancy night. Yeah, like, just, come to the door. Can you just come inside? Right. I'm just so jealous that Lorelai makes clothes. I wish I knew how to make clothes. I yeah. love that she makes clothes. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the dress? Eh. I love the bottom, uh-huh. whatever fabric
1: that is, and the, the top spin-
0: needs to be pressed. It bugs me.
1: Yeah, and I don't. I don't think it's the flatteringest. That's not a word. Most flattering. Yeah. I mean, Alexis is great.
0: It's just. It just. The bottom is adorable. Yeah, I don't love the top. I don't love the color.
1: I like the color, mm. and I like the fact that she doesn't have a coat. She has like a cape thing. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love it.
0: Love a good cape. Love a good cape. Did you have any LOL? quotes that we haven't already covered? I think we've already covered them all. Although I do like the rambling Rory when she's asking Dean. She's like, it's this
1: kind of thing where you go and they play music and you're supposed to get all dressed up and do some kind of dance and then there's chicken. Chicken? Well, I don't know if there's chicken, but at these kinds of things, they often serve chicken because it's probably cheaper and people eat it. So the logic behind the chicken
0: choice really isn't that bad. It makes me giggle because yeah. it's so awkward and it's so funny. And it's like she's been so confident around Dean and now she goes back to her like mumbling, rumbling. Yeah, yeah it's very cute. Rambly. Um, I just think it's funny. It makes me giggle.
1: I am gonna. I'll give one is when Paris and that boy are getting Rory's money.
0: Hey, if you think I'm keeping this dollar, I'm not. I'll take it. Shut up. That and always makes me laugh. How much are these tickets that $1 is her change? Why would they do that? Yeah, why would one dollar be changed? Why would you make change make it make change? Like you're yeah. making it harder. You're <laughs> smart. You are Paris Geller. You know everything. That's dumb. Yeah. I think we have beat this horse to death um, <laughs> with glee. With glee. We should probably wrap it up. Yeah, let's do that. So uh if you liked this episode or liked any of the episodes, share them with your people. Or if you like Gilmore girls. Or if you like Gilmore girls, <laughs> give us uh give us a follow on our Instagram page. It's at gilmordpod. Or if you have any questions, thoughts, or um, just want to say hi, you can always email us. We'll make sure our email is in the show notes. gilmordpodcast at gmail.com. If you love banana on toast, tell us your best recipe. This has been uh, season one, episode nine. Please join us next week when we talk about Season 1, Episode 10, Forgiveness and Stuff. Our second half of the double feature. The second half of the double feature. Christmas event. And uh, a double record day for us. Yes. So if it gets a little punchy, we're so sorry. So it's the same show to us. <laughs> um, and so we should leave it now with the wise words of Mrs. Kim. Boys don't like funny girls.